Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hey friends, let's have a Soul Talk. Thanks for joining us. Christy and I are so blessed to be in community with each of you. Some of you we have met and we love that. It's so awesome when we get to meet you at a church we're speaking at or especially when you come to us in our Soul Shepherding Institute and Spiritual Direction Certificate Training and we got uh, Institute Weeks coming up. They just keep rolling out, rolling out on the calendar because more and more of you have been interested in that. And so we invite you to come join us and receive this training in spiritual formation and soul care. Join us in the certificate training to be a spiritual director. It'll change your life for, for real. It's a, it's a very powerful experience in community in the Lord's presence and learnings that are uncommon and uh, transformational. So uh, thanks for following Jesus with us. Uh, thinking of one of our friends, Christy, who uh, shared with us, it's really, we hear this kind of story from so many of our listeners and uh, people who are connecting with us. She said, you know, I've been at the, at the wall this whole time during the pandemic and uh, felt the shame about it. Just felt really discouraged and, and bad. And uh, she was at our retreat and she's saying, and now, um, you know, I'm learning to sit at the wall instead of, of crashing into it or uh, just turn, turning away and being depressed. She's learning to sit there. And she was doing a collage during her TLC time or uh, solitude and silence time uh, during the day. And as she did that, she was hearing different sorts of messages from the Lord as she was making this collage of cutting out magazine clippings and drawing drawing on her, her piece of paper and uh, things like heal from within at the wall and broken crayons still color. <laughs> a great a great word there. And don't try to leave the wall too quickly. You'll miss what Jesus is doing. And so these are the sorts of things that she was pondering with the Lord and meditating on and she's practicing something that we, we teach in our institute, but we call it befriending our emotions because whatever we are feeling, we need to understand and accept those feelings and then uh, find out where God is in that. And so she was, another thing that we teach that she was doing, she was getting underneath the anxiety and the frustration and, and the, the places of depression and going deeper into her heart to find the place of, of sadness and praying that through and bringing that into her collage. And what she found was that this whole process of finding the, the articulation of, okay, in my journey of the soul, I'm at the wall. And uh, this is a transition time. And uh, this is a time, if I, when I read my map, I see, okay, the, the Lord is inviting me to do some more inner journey work. And so that's what she's doing in her time of quiet prayer and making this collage is she is doing the inner journey work of finding the, the pictures, the, the, the words, uh, the colors that express what she's feeling, putting that down on paper, and then having a, a soul talk conversation with a friend or in a spiritual direction session right there at our institute. Well, that's such a good example because she came to our institute through her spiritual director, who is one of our soul shepherding spiritual directors. And then 
you know, she was ripe and ready for it because she'd already done some of the spiritual direction work. And then she continues to meet with the spiritual director. And then to just have this time, she's ready to make use of the solitude and silence time. And she's processing all the things she's been learning in her spiritual direction and all that she's been receiving. So you can hear kind of some of these profound things that she's waking up to, that she's realizing, and what God's doing in her soul as she's making the space for him. And so it's it's fun for us. We get to see this and participate with this in people's lives. Yeah, and we're talking about empathy and spiritual direction because when you are talking with a spiritual director who is great at giving you empathy, at listening with a, a soft, warm heart, at keeping a, a confidentiality, at asking questions that they get at the, the deeper things that you're feeling or, or concerned about uh, and that help you sense you know, where God is in, in your life right now and in the things that you're, you're feeling and struggling with. Uh, when you experience that, it, it is a, a very encouraging, empowering sort of experience in your discipleship to Jesus. It's really important in spiritual direction to have a director who can be empathetic, who can listen to you with empathy. Because even neurologically, it's been studied and proven through all kinds of different imaging of the brain that when we are sharing something that's painful, something that we don't understand, or an emotion, and the response that we get is not one of empathy, it's the shame centers of our brain that light up. And we tend to go into hiding. But when we get a response of somebody who's empathetic, somebody who's validating, somebody who is putting words to what we're feeling and what we're expressing and what we're experiencing that help us to feel like, oh, they understand. Oh, they get it. Oh, they they know this experience. Oh, this experience is that I'm having is validated for me. It's real. I'm not imagining this. It's so helpful, and it gives them courage then to stay there and mine, like you're, mine the treasures there that God has for them in that, because nothing is wasted. God uses it all, and that's one of the gifts of being in a spiritual direction relationship with somebody who can listen to you with empathy. And that phrase that we're seeing, "befriend your emotions," can help you recognize that our emotions actually. Can be, can be a treasure, can be a gift, can be a grace from God. They're there for a reason. Like that warning signal that comes on on the dash board. It's like, okay, something needs attention here. Or I'm, this, this emotion is moving me in a direction. Is this direction something I want to go with that would be good and it's important and it's something maybe even God is leading me in and would, would have it, that it's, something that God would act with me in or I had to be acting with God in? Or is this emotion showing me that there's something I need to take to the Lord or something I need to be more honest with the Lord about or some work that the Lord is inviting me to do? So I think that sometimes we need the presence of somebody else who's more comfortable with our emotion than we are ourselves. That helps us to feel it. It helps us to find the words for it. And it helps us to, uh, the word we use uh, psychologically is to contain it or, or, or to hold it rather than to uh, repress it or react to it, but to, to feel that emotion, to own that, and then, yeah, to, to befriend that. And that's difficult to do in like sort of a self-help process. It's even difficult to do in prayer because that's by faith. And so we really develop that psychological muscle 
through relationship with a person who listens to us really well and they are they are further along in their emotional health and in their uh, strength of character to be able to help us sit with that emotion and and not not resist it, not uh, go into our heads and intellectualize it, but ac- actually to feel it and to and to feel it in a relational way where we're receiving empathy and comfort, we're receiving grace, and, and then to find God's presence in that. And so there's a lot of mysterious inner workings that are going on in an v- emotionally honest conversation like that that a, a trained spiritual director is, is guiding someone through. It's really important because a lot of times when we're in just normal contexts of life and somebody shares an emotion, it can make us uncomfortable to hear their emotion. And so sometimes we we actually will maybe not aware that we're intentionally doing this, but we'll actually help them enlist their defense mechanisms to shut it down. Or we'll try to fix them or we'll try to, you know, put a nice little packaged bow on it and make it look pretty and send them off. And the spiritual direction relationship with someone, a spiritual director who's been trained in empathy has been trained not to do that because they recognize that there's something there that needs to be expressed. Yeah, most of us, uh, friend to friend or in our small groups, uh, we don't realize how much we're actually mobilizing unconscious resistances in people that are actually detracting from their discipleship to Jesus. I caught myself doing this even just this weekend with our daughter. She shared something and I gave her reassurance, and then I left the room, and I left the room, and I was kind of like, oh, my goodness, I just gave my daughter reassurance. She needs empathy. Yeah, we call reassurance being like cheerleading, where you're, you're essentially saying to someone, oh, you know, well, don't, don't feel bad. Look on the bright side. And uh, there were lots of nice or sweet or encouraging things we say to people to try to cheer them up and help them feel better or feel more confident or uh, this kind of thing, and it's it's well intentioned, at least in part, but it, it actually is invalidating of the emotion that's mm-hmm. needing to be expressed and empathized with and and cared for. Yeah, because basically, what I was saying is, oh, you don't need to be worried or anxious about that because you're good at that. You know, <laughs> it was yeah. like she didn't she didn't really need to hear that from me. She needed to know that I heard what she was feeling. Yeah, because she's bringing that feeling into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the the woman uh, at the wall uh, at our institute making a collage and learning to express to the Lord in prayer and then through her creative process there the things that she's experiencing. And by being emotionally honest and then not only in her solitude time, but then also with a, a friend, with a spiritual director, uh, in our community, in, you know, in these different settings, she's sharing her story and she's expressing these things. And that is helping her to get new understandings about it. Because what happens is when you, when you feel something emotionally with the help of the Lord, with the help of a spiritual director, spontaneous insights come to you. You, you get uh, new and, and deeper uh, words and meanings that you get to uh, associate with your experience. And see, normally we, we hear things, whether it's a book or a sermon or a podcast, and if, it, if we're not connected to our emotions, if we're not in a relational space as we're learning that, if we don't talk about what, what we're hearing and, and how it's relating to our life, it just goes away. Mm-hmm. But if, if we take the time to actually tell the story of what we're experiencing in our life and, and the examples of this struggle or this this desire that we have, and someone is listening to us putting energy into that, and, and we have this sense of this is a prayer process as well, that we're, we're committing this to the Lord, 
then the 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 new insights or or the discernment it sticks and and the the care goes in deeper and it can be healing and transformational i so many times have heard one of my directees say at the towards the end of our time kind of like oh wow th- this was so good i just i wasn't aware of any of this i i just i didn't know that i was feeling all of this and, and she kind of has a new energy and excitement about the discovery of it's been a grace what god has revealed to her and she she knows now things that she was blind to when she came in but see it takes time to get there because I, in fact i can even remember bill early on in our marriage where we would have a date night and i was maybe having quite a bit of emotion about our relationship and maybe you would ask a question for me about it and i i would kind of think oh we don't have time for me to get into that like I didn't feel like I wanted to get in touch with and share the emotion unless I had a spacious place where I could really feel it and be listened to and understood. And when I'm giving empathy, I don't give it in a hurry. I need to be in a place of peace and a place where I have a spacious amount of time to listen and to really take the time to empathize with somebody. And that's one of the things that's so helpful in a spiritual direction session is you've got this this block of time it's a spacious place to be able to hold the person be with the person and give them that space to get in tune and in touch with the motion to to wait on them to be able to identify it or share it or take courage to bring it out of the dark and then to be able to take the time to validate it and to empathize with them and to help them understand it better and feel understood yeah, context is so important, uh, really, for anything in life, but especially as it relates to the soul. And so, yeah, in, uh, early in our marriage, we started setting aside time where we would have a generous amount of time to be together and talk and to listen to each other and to pray, because it doesn't feel safe, especially when you're you're newer at going deep into your emotions, or in our case, there's some conflict in the relationship, and so... You don't know what's going to come up and wh- how uh, painful or upsetting that might be. And so we just we need some, some space there. And that's the other thing about spiritual direction is it does give these boundaries in the space where the phone isn't going to interrupt, mm-hmm. a text isn't going to interrupt, somebody's not going to walk in the room. Some of these other things that can distract us and keep us our defense mechanisms up or keep us from being able to really tune in to what it is that we're the power of that dedicated space it's confidential someone that's great at listening and and praying uh yeah i mean that's that's part of the reason why you you pay to talk to a spiritual director or you pay to talk to a counselor which is of course a a lot more money um but it's it's worth it because you're you're talking with someone who is expert in this relational process and in caring for you and so then what what I have learned through my experiences over my life of talking with a therapist, talking with a spiritual director, uh, in defined situations, talking with a soul friend, uh, I'm then able to generalize that to all my other relationships. Uh, and it was most important for me earlier in, in my journey, or, and then at, any, at the times where I've hit the wall uh, in my Christ stages, three different times in, in my life, uh, those are times where I've really needed spiritual direction. I really needed a safe place to process and and to get help uh, with what what I'm wrestling through uh, emotionally and spiritually, and to find God in that, and and not think that oh I should just have the answers because I have a PhD in psychology or something, or I've been a Christian you know all these decades or something. But 
these these times when when we when we hit that wall and we're spiritually dry or we're feeling burned out or we're just having a faith crisis that it's, things are not working the same way as before in our relationship with God. Times of, of grief. I mean, there's so many different uh, stressors that come into our life that can discombobulate us and leave us stuck spiritually. And so when we find ourselves in a, a season like that, uh, I just I have a rule. I just don't trust myself to just kind of do that. You know, me and Jesus together. It's like no, I I need to I need to invite some safe people here in, into conversation and and share with them and ask them to listen and and to pray for me and guide me. The last spiritual direction session I had with my director was really helpful, and it's a good illustration of how. At this space, oftentimes there's even a surprise. I mean, I'm pretty emotional intelligent. I've done a lot of work to identify my emotions, and I'm pretty aware of what I feel. And I actually was aware that I had been feeling some anger triggers in a couple situations, and so it was concerning me. And I was kind of like, what's this about? And I thought I, thought I had a pretty good handle on it. I thought, okay, I think what I'm angry about is, is what seems to be common in these reactions that I have is that I'm feeling disrespected. So... I was talking to her about this and telling her, you know, what had happened and when it had been triggered and what I was feeling. And I was so surprised after her listening to me and empathizing with me and holding that space and praying for me. You know, she said some things at the end that helped me to realize she was seeing something different. And she wasn't invalidating what I was feeling, but she was going for more. She was like, the what else? And then she helped me to identify that actually the disrespect was coming from myself. Mm. I was disrespecting myself. I was feeling shame that I couldn't keep up. And I wasn't aware of that at all. But it took that spacious place of being able to just bring that one thing, that one emotion that I thought I already had a handle and an understanding on, and to be able to interact with her in a place where she could be with me, listen, empathize, but she was also doing some discerning and obviously the Lord was using her and asking those questions that expanded my awareness way beyond what I expected. And it was really helpful. Yeah. You know, one of the things about your example there, Christy, is that it really speaks to all of us who minister to other people, uh, whatever your role is, you who are listening, but as you are serving the Lord and teaching, guiding other people, uh, it's we. It's easy for us to make the mistake that well, I know this stuff and I help other people, and so I don't. I don't need to talk to a spiritual director anymore because, like in your story, Christy, I mean, how many thousands and thousands of times have you done this kind of thing for other people, where you've helped them to see, oh, actually, you're disrespecting yourself, or you know, actually, you know, you're you're resisting the the, the grace that God is is giving you in this situation. Look at it this way. And I mean, you know how to do that. You have those insights, mm-hmm. but yet with your own self, you're you're in your your life, you're in your personality, you're in your emotions, and so you're not seeing it. That's right. And but, I needed somebody who could be objective. And you needed that that dedicated time and that that relational process to to be verbalizing your life and your 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 wrestlings. Uh, and be listened to in that, because through that process, you're coming to understanding. And I needed a safe place where I could talk about the circumstances of the trigger without having to worry about guarding the reputations of the other people in the room or the other names, because, you know, she didn't know any of these people, or I didn't have to worry about protecting them, or, you know, well, I can't share this because... 
this person knows that person or this person might think bad of them if I tell them that they, they did this and I felt bad or, you know, and so that's another place too is to have that really safe space. This is a big problem that leaders have and it really gets to the heart of why we started Soul Shepherding is because uh, when you're a, a pastor, a missionary, a church leader, uh, you've been around a while walking with Jesus you need a, a, a confidential relationship. You need someone that you can talk to, and they're not going to gossip about you, and they're going to dedicate this space for you. They're not going to be scandalized if you're doubting God's love or asking some questions or not not walking closely with Jesus like you want to be right now or there's some sin issue in your life or you don't feel like being a leader anymore or whatever the, 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 the point of of distress is in, in your life, they've heard that before and they know how to, to stay calm and empathetic and to see the good in you and to respect you and, and to keep all that, that secret between the two of you and the Lord. And so, yeah, we want to encourage you to talk with a spiritual director and we can do that for you. At Soul Shepherding, you just go onto the Soul Shepherding website. We have a whole network of senior spiritual directors that are available to listen prayerfully to you and to guide you. And they're in touch with all of Soul Shepherding's resources where that anything that might be helpful to you, they'll be able to suggest that to you as something to uh, consider between sessions, different ways to meditate on scripture or to journal or to pray, different, different things to um, help you. And also, if you're interested in getting training to become a spiritual director, or maybe you don't have interest in becoming a formal spiritual director, but you just want to learn these tools for friendship, for parenting, for your your ministry, it can be great, greatly helpful in those contexts, too. And we'd love to have you join our spiritual direction training. And you can join our network, which is a new community of spiritual directors, coaches, pastors, missionaries, small group leaders, all kinds of people in different roles who are serving the Lord uh, in community together and uh, access to specialized soul shepherding resources that are great uh, tools to use in any sort of a, a soul friendship, a small group, discipling conversation, teaching role to help other people grow uh, in their intimacy with Jesus and in their soul care. Lord, thanks so much that you are the spiritual director that we all need. Jesus, you are the, are the perfect one. You are always present, loving us uh, in wisdom and in grace. And we thank you, God, that in your wisdom, you have put us in communities. You've, put us, uh, you've made us to be in relationship with others. And we thank you, Lord, that as we carry out your new commandment and we love one another in relationship, and as we... Uh, talk to someone as Christ's ambassador to us, or we get to serve as Christ's ambassador to someone and minister the friendship of God or receive the friendship of God through a spiritual director or a soul friend. Uh, Lord, it's so helpful and so encouraging. So we just pray for that blessing uh, for each of our listeners, Lord, uh, receiving spiritual direction ministry and learning ways to give that to others that would be uh, empowering uh, for their ministry. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 